everybody. This is the Big Z Podcast. It's November 20th. We're recording this at 5.20 p.m. And there's a lot to talk about as we get ready for week 12 of the NFL. I'm joined, as always, of course, to talk about the National Football League with Barney. Barney, how's it going, man? It's good, man. Thanks for having me. Both our teams suck. We're already out of the playoffs. We're playing each other on Thanksgiving, and that's just going to be... Uh, just uh, this, uh, this sad. Okay, okay, so so you're now accepting the fact that the Lions suck. Yeah, I mean we we man, our it's our defense. Our, <laughs> if if you combine uh, your defense with our offense, it'd be a Super Bowl contender. If if Matt Stafford was on the on the Bears, we'd yeah oh, absolutely man. win every fucking Super Bowl that is. But even like the Lions, like receiving core and everything like that, it, they have like it's it's top of the line. It's a top. 10 offense it's number 13 in points per game but yards per game it's like top 10 either way the defense is 31st overall what, what's and, what's worse the uh i mean you guys have been plagued with uh not having uh slay the whole year uh no, slay, slay's been playing slay's been playing oh he, really he, I was, out, he, was, he was out for up. a couple games but that that made no difference overall <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna say it doesn't it, matter who's it, on the field right now for it, us is it more the run defense or the pass defense of this it, one? the pass but it's the pass rush that's a real big issue. Uh, last week, Dak Prescott said he had time to look through his progression two to three times every drop. <laughs> that is bad. That is really bad. Oh, man, that's A-plus trolling. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if... Are you going to be able to do this podcast, or do we have to say you have a hip pointer? Uh, Ooh. <laughs> I, you know, I, 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 I will say... Mitch Trubisky style. Mitch Trubisky should have been doing those Dak workouts if... Uh, <laughs> yeah, if right, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But uh, we saw Zeke get him in in that touchdown. But, you know, uh, and miraculously, his hip pointers all healed because he's playing. Does that, yeah, I was going to say, does, did anybody believe that for a minute? <laughs> I was kind of excited about the press game, uh, like afterwards. People were probably wishing Mitch Trubisky had a hip pointer in the preseason so they could have found a quarterback before. Oh, man. So uh, what we're going to do this week, Barney... And I think you, this is your idea. We're going to roll with it. I like it a lot. Is that we're going to, uh, instead of talking about kind of the week games, the top three, and what we've been doing in the format, we're going to change up the format again. Change it up, you know? So this week, we're going to try to help everybody with their confidence pools. All right. All right? So you and I have each filled out a confidence pool, and um, we're going to see uh, who, who's is better uh, and just give advice to the listeners because that's what they're looking for ultimately. Because a lot of people do these confidence pools where you pick each game and you assign a certain amount of confidence to that. So say if you, you know, if you think the Lions are terrible and they're playing the New England Patriots and you think the Patriots are going to win, you would put 16 on New England. Now say the Lions and Bears are playing who are very evenly matched teams. Mm-hmm. You would probably put a one on that. <laughs> Um, since there's a buy, this only goes from 16 to three. So there is no one or two pointers. The lowest is three. The highest is 16. So we're going to start with our 16, work down all the way to three. And doing so, we're going to talk about each game a little bit. So I will start. And my 16 is Oakland over the New York Jets. I really think the New York Jets are terrible. Oakland is rolling right now. And there is no reason that... The New York Jets should uh, win this game, in my opinion. O- Oakland go- trying to go seven and four to tie for the division lead with the uh, with the Chiefs. The Chiefs on a bye. I mean, John Gruden, a uh, lot of talk for him, coach of the year. A lot of talk. Josh Jacobs against the Jets. 
that's a good matchup. There, there's really nothing to suggest here that Oakland will lose the game. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I have them pretty high up as well, not as high as 16, um, just because the, uh, the Jets' rush defense is, you know, that's their big bread and butter. And, I mean, I, I think Oakland's going to throttle them, but, uh, you know, that's the thing that Oakland does really well is run the ball. So if, it'd be interesting if, uh, if the Jets can kind of, you know, take that scenario out. Yeah, and I'm 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 taking a little risk here too. Oakland's only three point favorites on the road against the Jets. Is that maybe because they think the Jets are just on fire right now? But I'm I'm I I like Oakland a lot this week. But yeah. Who do you who do you got at sixteen? Uh, my sixteen is Steelers at Bengals. Wow. Yeah. Really, a lot of people are pegging this maybe as the one week that Cincinnati actually wins. That would that would that would really hurt my feelings. So if what that was the case? <laughs> I have Pittsburgh way lower, way way lower. Um, man, I did. Uh, what What are you seeing that gives you the sixteen confidence? Is it just do you think Cincinnati's that bad? Is uh, that purely the reason? Well, yeah, I think uh, basically what it comes down to is uh, the worst unit, maybe in all of football, is the uh, offensive line for Cincinnati. I mean, they're brutal. Um, pair that with the fact that Ryan Finley's their quarterback. Uh, and then you go on the other side of the football and possibly the best front seven in football is Pittsburgh. They got two great pass rushers. Uh, the only thing that scares me is Mason Rudolph. I think he's trash. I think he's the only guy that's starting out there that I'd rather have Mitch Trubisky over, but uh, <laughs> he scares me. But I think Mika Fitzpatrick, I think that defense, TJ Watt, I think they, they put a, uh, they put a, you know, lid on these guys and, you know, they win a very ugly game, but they win it. So the Steelers might be out their top two receivers as well for this game, and you're still confident. You're still that confident. And, and James Conner, yeah. That's bold. That, that that that's pretty bold to put at sixteen. But I mean, some of these pools, you know, take some boldness to win them because everybody's making the same picks kind of here and there. Don't um, make me walk back you my make, choice. <laughs> you got to make a contrarian <laughs> pick every once in a while. So Pittsburgh at sixteen, I would I would consider that a bold one. So I, I'm going to move down to fifteen. And I have New Orleans at home over Carolina. Carolina has just looked awful in recent weeks against the 49ers, against the Atlanta Falcons last week. Um, but New Orleans plays good normally at home, except for that two weeks ago when they played Atlanta. Um, but I, I really like this matchup. I think Carolina is just really reeling right now. Yeah, everything you just said, that's exactly who I have for 15 too. so... Uh, I think Drew Brees coming back. He's trying to get into a rhythm. Uh, like you said, Carolina, they can't stop the run either. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I think uh, New Orleans is a pretty easy win here. Yeah. Um, do, do you think Drew Brees is still the better quarterback of the two, or did they look better under Teddy Bridgewater, the Saints? Uh, I, I, I think uh, Brees, definitely. Um, There's no way they weren't going back to him, but I yeah. thought Teddy Bridgewater offered some things. Yeah, I mean, there's no knock at Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, he clearly is the best backup in all of football. Uh, he can definitely start on probably a third of these teams. But uh, I would say, you know, just Drew Brees, just his knowledge of the game and being able to pick people apart, I think he's just a little bit more valuable. If Drew Brees wins the Super Bowl this year, does he retire? He's 41. He's a free agent after the year. I mean, it's 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 hard to turn down a, a one-year deal i think he keeps getting one or two-year deals he's going to be happy with like getting about 20 million a year so mm. uh you know it's it's 
It's interesting. He kind of seems like a uh, a team first kind of guy. Um, I think he'll walk out when he when he actually thinks he's he's no longer you know uh, a positive on the on the offense. So yeah. All right, so let's move down to our fourteen pick. I mean, these the the games this week are really tough to pick, Barney. Yeah. There is a lot. You can make a case for almost every team, even the Jets at home against Oakland. Really, you can make a case, Carolina. Carolina, I mean, you can make their defense is good enough. Anyways, this this one I really struggle with. Uh, Fourteen down. I mean, I was just all over the place for a while, but nonetheless, I have Buffalo at home over Denver. I just think Buffalo plays really well at home. Denver having to go from Colorado all the way up to Buffalo. There, there's a lot of travel. Um, Josh Allen has looked really good in recent weeks as well. He is second right now. I think he's thrown 136 passes in a row without an interception. So he's playing his best football. It's the second uh, longest active streak. Uh, there is a lot I like about Buffalo, and I'm going to roll with them at 14. I think that's a good pick. If it were flipped and it were in Denver, it might be a little bit of a different scenario. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah, it's a good pick. I uh, I went a different way, though. I went with the Browns over the Dolphins. Um, looking for really? Cleveland to, you know, uh, use a little bit of that aggression that Miles Garrett showed against uh, Mason Rudolph last yeah, week. Yeah, man. Yeah. What do you think about that? Does he deserve the suspension that he got? I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, he's. I mean, he's a moron. Like, what? What kind of? What kind of? Is dumb Mason ass? Rudolph innocent as well in this? Well, no. I mean, I mean, there's, there's definitely. I mean, from my perspective, I thought that the the tackle, the br- bringing him down to the ground was like. You know, I mean, that was that was well after what was needed, you know, for the whistle. Uh, I think that was, you know, a, you know, just a dumb move by Garrett. But then, you know, Rudolph was fucking with his helmet, too. So, I mean, he, he was kicked like, him in the groin. He was kind of. Oh, I didn't really see. I actually I, I saw like a picture of that. <laughs> he definitely kicked him in the groin, too. But I mean, yeah, I mean, Mason Rudolph's not uh, not innocent, but I don't know how you could be a 200. 80 plus pound man that's just absolutely chiseled out of granite and swing a helmet onto somebody's head. Yeah, I didn't I don't understand that at all. There is a similar and I don't know if you saw the report of his defense today. I'm sure tomorrow they'll be ruling on this by the time this podcast airs. Um he was going in for his uh what do they call when they uh, his argument to try to get the suspension his reduced. Appeal? Appeal, appeal. I just couldn't think of the word right now. Um, his argument. So there was a player that tried to swing a helmet at Richie Incognito a few years ago. That guy, he missed Richie Incognito, I should mention. Uh, he got suspended for two pre-game, preseason games and one regular season game. That was it. He literally swung a helmet at Richie Incognito. Um, Who did that? Um, I, I can't remember the player's name right now off the top of my head. Um, but that was the, but he, he didn't get that, that big of a, a suspension yeah, is what you're saying. Exactly. He got a, um, he got a two pre- game preseason, uh, suspension and it was Houston's Antonio Smith. That's who it was. Houston Texans, Antonio Smith. Well, I think the, I think the suspension or the act by, uh, Albert Hainsworth where he got five games for stomping on the Cowboys player with his helmet off was way worse. Yeah, 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 you're right. But this seemed at least not like premeditated. That seemed more premeditated. Well, right, but I mean, I think the dumbest thing about this whole fucking thing is 
the Browns were winning, and it was like with a minute left in the game. Like, if there was any team this year to guess that it would happen to, it would have been the Browns because that's kind of how they've been all year. But I mean, I, I mean, if the Browns were losing, then I could see you know losing your cool and stuff like that. But like, all he had to do was like, even after him getting kicked to the balls or whatever, like he could have just like you know kind of give him a fucking rough shove or something like that, and just been like you know, it, you know, the Steelers' time is over, you know, like or whatever. Like he, he could have. Got a couple words in there um, yeah, I, because I they were winning, it. and then and then he swung it. I'm like, ah, well, this see. is what the Browns have been doing all year. They're most penalized team in the NFL in terms of personal fouls. Um, they already had one in the game earlier. They already had a guy ejected. Um, granted, that was in the play of the game, Randall uh, helmet to helmet contact. But they already had a player ejected this year in game in game one. Uh, Greg Robinson kicked. A defensive lineman in the face. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, I was a big fan of that one. I mean, the the Browns have been extremely undisciplined this year. So if there was one team to guess who this would happen to, it would be them. Miles Garrett also known for kind of playing after the whistle. Um, a, a lot of people are out there saying, oh, he writes poetry. And so that's just like from HBO. Uh, and he likes dinosaurs. Like, <laughs> like they say he's a sensitive guy. I, okay. But he he's clearly not showing up on the field. Which is where this happened. No, it, it, so it, I mean that—that's just a ridiculous defense on him. I want mean guys on my team. I mean, I want, you know, Nadamik and Sues. I want the guys that are that you that you like fear playing. Um, but uh, you know, obviously, it's just at least keep it within the whistle or a second or two. Like, don't. I mean, that's just bullshit. I think you should be ready. I think you should be able to come back by the beginning of next year. Although a six-game suspension also seems fair, just based on how they have suspended people in the past, and I, it'll be interesting to see how his appeal goes. Yeah, and that and that hurt me because uh, week one when we gave our podcast, I said defensive player of the year was going to be Miles Garrett, and he was yeah. killing it with sacks. He was trending that way for I sure. Mean, but you know what? Thanks, buddy. You f- you fucking moron. <laughs> oh boy. Um. So. <laughs> So we each had our fourteen. You have Cleveland. I had Buffalo. So my thirteen is Cleveland. I, I I just I just like Buffalo a little more because Miami has been playing better of lately. Um, Cleveland should win this game at home. They're definitely they're heavy favorites. Ten and a half point favorites. This is the first time Cleveland is a double digit favorite since you can you guess one? I don't know. Uh, two thousand eleven. I believe it was. Um, 2007, when Brady <laughs> Quinn and Derek Anderson were well, playing together. I can respect that then. Brady Quinn, baby. Most <laughs> handsome quarterback in. Kudos to the Bill Simmons podcast where I picked that one up from because I would not <laughs> have uh, even thought of that uh, to research. But yeah, so it's been a long time. Uh, Brady Quinn came in the second half of that game and Cleveland was already out of it. Uh, they had Jamal Lewis at running back. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow, Jared Jer- Vicious at wide receiver. <laughs> I forgot his. What was that Jared Vicious for? Anyways, uh, it was an interesting team. Oh, Joshua Cribs is on that team. <laughs> um, entertaining team, entertaining uh, Cleveland Browns team that didn't go to the playoffs as it usually goes for them. But yes, they are my thirteen, just because I like Buffalo a little more at home and their performance compared to Cleveland losing Miles Garrett um, and playing against a much better Miami team than we expected. Yeah. So what you what do you have at thirteen? Uh, we flip flopped. I I I have Buffalo, so okay. we don't have to go too far into that one. Nope. Um. So let's go to number twelve now. I have the Chicago Bears. Ooh. 
I just think the Giants are a terrible team. It's it's more the fact that the Giants are terrible and the that the Bears have a really good defense. This game is probably going to be I don't know, seventeen to thirteen, perhaps maybe. Yeah. Um, Daniel Jones is going to struggle against that Chicago Bears defense. The Bears play really good at home. Spike, what do you think about them? They are usually a very good home team. Oh, I I, I think uh, very highly of them. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you do. No, no. Absolutely. no you don't. And, and, and I, I have them lower than that. I have. Uh, well, compared to all these other games, I just like um, I like that matchup enough to put them up at 12. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, I have uh, the Patriots actually over the Cowboys. Really? Yes. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a long, you know, I've been saying it for a while. I don't believe in Dak Prescott. I think he's phenomenal with the Dallas team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, he struggles in man to man coverage and except the, last week against the lions. Well, yeah, well you got to have a good defense <laughs> to, to have this a little caveat in there, but, uh, new England, they're, uh, they're the best to do it, and uh, you know it'll be interesting. I, I know that uh, New England doesn't have the greatest rush defense, and Dallas is you know obviously Dallas, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think Tom Brady wins. It's going to be a close game, I think, but I think Tom Brady wins this one easily. Ezekiel Elliott hasn't ran for over fifty yards in two straight games, um, but the Dallas offense has looked better than ever against the Vikings and Lions. Uh, they've been passing the ball really successfully, and that's where they've ha- been having most of their success all year. So it will be interesting to see if they are able to maintain that success against this stout New England defense. They're really they're so good against the pass. Those yeah. corners and safeties they have are incredible. Um, but man, yeah, I, I still I still see a lane to be de- uh, New England. That's why I don't have them. That you have them really high. Yeah, you know, really high. It's uh, you know, there's a lot of toss ups. I think twelve down. I mean, there there's you know, you can kind of go either way with a lot of these games, but. Hmm. Uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, I'm just gonna bet on I'm gonna bet on TB12 and Belichick. That's all. I mean, it's not it's not a bad bet. It's not a bad bet. And Dallas, um, you're you're basically taking Belichick over Jason Garrett, which is an yeah. easy call. <laughs> yeah. In that regard. All right. So what do you got? At number eleven. Uh, for number eleven, I have uh, Lamar Jackson, the most exciting football player in NFL, versus the Rams. Hmm. Interesting. So, um, I, you were talking about this with me before. Uh, I need, this is go, this kind of goes against what you like as well. Yeah. Um, you like to pick the team that's at home against a team that's traveling across the country. Yeah. Three, so Baltimore, they do have an extra day. This game's on Monday night, but they're still going from Baltimore all the way to Southern California. That's a long trip. I hate three time zone games. <laughs> I do, but I, I mean, I'll, 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 uh, I'll, you know, put a little foreshadowing in here that, uh, you know, later in the podcast, I kind of say how, you know, like the Rams, I mean, the, their last two games that they played was was versus Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph, and they squeaked out games. Like, they went one and one and squeaked them out. Like, I mean, uh, you know, at, at Lamar Jackson, I think he's just going to take them to the woodshed. That's all. All right, man. I, I might have that one way way further down on my list. At number 11 for me, my Detroit Lions going on the road to Washington. I just think the Redskins are atrocious. I know I said the Lions aren't good this year, which is, I mean, it's true. The way, the way they played is awful. But they have way more talent than the Redskins, and there is no reason for them to lose this game on the road. 
I mean, Dwayne Haskins, he's not good. Uh, he's a, not good. A man. lot. A lot of people are saying this might be the first game Washington wins. The or second the, game. The Lions have figured out their run defense. That is not the problem, and that is Washington's strength. The Lions have not figured out their pass defense. And I just think Dwayne Haskins is not going to take advantage of it. Uh, there's been a lot of issues. Yeah. Do you, do you, do, so, so I mean, I know. They just uh, got smoked by the Jets, man. No. The, I, the Lions I, are going to take this one on the road. I, I, I sure hope so, you know, at least for, <laughs> for all your faithful. I, I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for you guys. Uh, I have them chose. I, I chose them too, just a little bit further down. Just because, you know, if it, were Matt, if it was Matt Stafford, they would be 16 for me. But the fact that it's Jeff Driscoll who has played well, he's played really well. He's man. played well, played and really I well. and I'm not and I'm not you know trying to uh, pick on him or anything like that. But you know he's 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 played two games, and I just I'm, I don't have enough faith in uh, in that to uh, you know pair that with your guys' defense. I you know. guess how much you can get a ticket for the Lions at Redskins? Oh God, uh, I. I thought they were giving them away. I thought they were paying. <laughs> they might people. as well. It, it, you can get one for six bucks on StubHub right now, Jesus. which is basically free because I think that's the fee. <laughs> Jesus, um, that I mean, that's sad. The Redskins used to be a banner franchise at one point. Do you realize? <laughs> I think they have a lot of fans out there. They just uh, their stadium holds a hundred thousand, I think. Wow. And they don't even come close to filling that up. FedEx, obviously. gotta yeah. love it. Gotta love it. My my. Uh, my 10, or are we at? Yep. Yeah, we'll move on to 10. Yep. Uh, mine is Raiders at Jets. So now I got. Mm, uh, that's my 16. That's your 16. Uh, I, I, you know, just like we covered before, I think the Raiders will win. It's just, uh, you know, just like I said, that Jets uh, rush defense. I just, and they're rolling a little bit with that big win. I don't know. I just, I think uh, Oakland's going to win, but, you know, fuck John Gruden. He keeps fucking up my draft pick. He's going to win coach of the year. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think he deserves that? it. I, no, I mean like nothing against John Gruden. Oh, because the Bears have the draft pick. Yeah, right? we we have we have their because we swapped our first with their second. You know, with that with that uh, oh. Khalil Mack. So you know, <laughs> I just would like them to lose. You know, and but, that's the Bears' first pick of the draft this year, right? That second rounder. Our, ours ours will probably be the first oh, pick okay. of the draft. <laughs> our second round pick will probably be before Oakland. So right, the Bears are going to trade it away for somebody else in the draft, anyways, and then. You know how Ryan Pace likes to trade away other future draft picks to should be interesting to get a bust at the top. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh man. I'm, yeah. gl- I'm glad you're having fun. <laughs> I just think that, that <laughs> Jets team. I would take John Gruden over Adam Gase any day. That um, Oakland's just playing way better. They have way more talent. I, There's I, nothing to suggest to me uh, the Jets. I, that's why I haven't at 16. I, I, I don't disagree with you, but I mean, I, mean, 10, I, 10 I, still really I hold high. on to grudges. And, you know, when it comes down to it, Oakland lost me a bet last week versus fucking Cincinnati. So <laughs> all they had to do was cover seven and they couldn't do it. They, they kill me. They could not, no. Um, so. my, my number 10, I've struggled this one with this one. But I think Jacksonville just looks awful right now. I, Nick Foles is back. He's pretty much in preseason mode, right? Like the, they always say, the first four games of the season are like the preseason in a lot of ways because those guys don't play. Nick Foles literally threw three passes, <laughs> broke his clavicle, came back last week, did not look good. He had one nice throw um, to take the lead early, and then that was it. And then it went all went downhill. Um, Tennessee, they're coming off a bye week as well. Jacksonville's run defense is atrocious. They just gave up two hundred yard rushers in the same game. Wow. Against the Colts. Um, Derrick Henry. 
is turning it on. Kind of hard guy to tackle. Really hard guy to tackle. <laughs> and the last two years in the NFL, um, so last season and the previous season before that, he's been the leading rusher the second half of the season. So he only heats up as the season goes on. I really like this matchup. So Tennessee, I have as my number 10. They're at home against Jacksonville. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll go to my number nine now. This team's also coming off a bye. They're going, you know, this is a two-time zone game, though, at least. Uh, Sunday night, this got flexed. Interestingly enough, uh, Seattle and Philadelphia, usually a pretty fun one. That one got flexed out of Sunday night and into Sunday night is Green Bay at San Francisco. Green Bay is the underdog, and yet I'm picking them at number nine. I really like this matchup. I think San Francisco is a little overrated. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have some struggles against this Packers defense. This Packers defense is a little more opportune, uh, but they have been getting a sack or two every game, definitely affecting. And I, I think San Francisco is humbled a little bit here by Aaron Rodgers on the road. Yeah, and I think uh, I think the fact that we're you know picking them in the second half of the squad, uh, you know, I, I mean, it goes to show this is more of a, you know, a uh, a toss up here. Uh, you're obviously choosing the underdog. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. I'll I'll most likely take them every time. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm not picking them here. But uh, it's it's a tough game. I like that. I like the Green Bay pick. I do totally think San Fran's a little overrated. But we'll see. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch for sure. And there's always something to, in these confidence pools. <laughs> it's always close, especially if you have a chance to win at the end. You want some points on these last two games. It just seems like whoever has the highest amount of points on the remaining two games of the night. I mean, th- this obviously makes no sense mathematically, but just from right. a, what always seems to happen. So Green Bay with nine on a Sunday night. You have two uh, Monday night after that only. Um you have a lot of points left out there to possibly win your pool at the end. It, it's, it keeps it interesting for you, at least. Yeah, especially if you're going in like... That's a total, you know, obviously the math makes sense. It, whoever gets the most points wins, but and it doesn't matter when you play them. But I'm just saying, that's, it just always seems to work out like that. Yeah, yeah. And is the Monday night, is that uh, Rams-Baltimore? Correct. Yeah, so if you have like a lot of points on that one, or, you know, maybe you don't, but, but it's coming down to the wire where, you know, you, you're picking the same as the person that maybe is a spot or two above you, you most likely want to, cause it's an all or nothing thing. So you most likely always just want to, you know, even if, even if you're a big believer in Lamar Jackson, like on the Monday night, you know, if you're a couple points behind uh, the first, you know, place guy and he's got the Baltimore Ravens, you're going to want to flip that just statistically. Cause there's no way if Baltimore wins, and you guys both have them, you're going to win. But, if uh, if you flip yours to Rams and then they end up winning, that could be, you know, what puts you over the edge. Yep. All right. So what do you got nine, Barney? Uh, you know, I'm bearing down here uh, for for go. the same reasons that that you mentioned before. I think we'll. So we'll, I have more confidence in the Bears <coughs> than you. Oh yeah. I mean, I have. I'm, uh, yeah. I I have zero confidence <laughs> in our offense. I think. Uh, I think it's going to be a very ugly game. Uh, just like you said, I think you said seventeen thirteen. I think that is even more points than that. That will actually happen, but I digress. Uh, go Bears. <laughs> All right, so let's go to number eight, and I have New England now here. I just think Dallas is good enough where they can threaten to beat New England. Um, I usually rank these based on, if you can't tell, how, what is the odds that the lesser team can beat the better team? So 
I, re- I think Dallas has really good chance at beating New England in this game. They would have to play a perfect game. New England's awesome at home, as we all know. So I'm going to give it to New England, but I'm not going to put it in double-digit uh, confidence. I'm putting it on the lower half here, obviously, because I do think there might be a chance for loss, and I want to lose less points if if it happens, if it comes to fruition. And that's where the confidence part comes in, right? Um, so what do you have at A, Barney? Uh, I actually have Titans over Jaguars. Mm. Exactly. I mean, Jacksonville just can't stop the run. And, you know, Ryan Tannehill, I mean, Derrick Henry's his best friend. So, uh, How much better do the Titans look with Ryan Tannehill, too, by the way? Tenfold. And he's just a mediocre quarterback. <laughs> um, I it, It's kind of perplexing what took them so long to make the switch because anybody that's been watching the Titans – can see that Mariota would just didn't have it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. I couldn't believe that he's doing his, this well. Uh, I mean, you know, going out there and beating the Chiefs. Uh, but you know, kudos to him. He's trying to play for a career. All right. So we have uh, we're at number seven now. So I'll let you go, Barney. What do you have at number seven? I have the Lions over the Redskins. There you go. Yeah, I wasn't going to go all the way down, but, you know, like I said, just backup quarterback versus backup quarterback, that, that scares me. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we talked at length about that game already. So at number seven, I have Houston at home on Thursday night against the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts, uh, Marlon Mack is out, so they're going to be going with uh, a duo backfield of Marlon Mack and Jonathan Williams. So that'll be interesting to see. Houston pretty good against the run, though. They've only allowed... One rushing touchdown since week uh, two, I believe. I really like that matchup for them as well. And Houston's at home, and Indianapolis has struggled on the road a little bit this year. So I'm going to go with um, Houston for number seven. But obviously the Colts, pretty talented. Both teams, six and four, very evenly matched. So that's why it's on the lower end. Yeah, that one, that one's a tough one for me too. Um, I'm going to go with the team that, that has probably lost me more money uh, in my lifetime of being a degenerate gambler, and that's Atlanta over the Buccaneers. So I'm choosing Atlanta. Uh, I just think uh, one team's hot, one team's not. If you can't uh, beat them, join them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think uh, Jamie Winston has about 200 interceptions in the last two games, and uh, Atlanta's had two straight really good games. So I'm just yep. going with the hot hand here. Atlanta- I got I got no faith in this one, but... Atlanta, after a bye week change, who's calling the defensive plays? It was Dan Quinn before, and now it's Raheem Morris. So it's worked out really nicely so far, obviously, after beating two winning teams in the Panthers and uh, the Saints. So they may may have turned around, but just a little too late. <laughs> um, But, yeah, Jameis Winston. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy is right. Oh, man. I It's just amazing how they have a new coaching staff, new leadership and all that. Still the same person. Not it, it can't be fixed. You, you're t- they're taking the good with the bad. It it must be just so frustrating to play with them. Although I will give him one. OJ Howard, did you see that interception? Yeah. OJ Howard had it in his hand. I don't know what he, he was bobbled doing. it. Then he tried to catch it behind his back, and in doing so, he pretty much flipped it like the ball up in the air to the uh, defender. Yeah, that was a that was a look what I found interception. <laughs> and then he did not play the rest of the game. He got benched. Uh, Cameron Braid had their backup tight end. Actually, the more the more highly paid tight end on their roster uh, had 11 targets in that game. Ooh. So also a possible waiver wire pickup uh, for people out there, Cameron Braid, because I think almost nobody has him 
uh, on their fantasy roster right now. So at number six for me um, is Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. I just think Cincinnati, if there's ever a week they're going to win, it's this one. Pittsburgh, we've listed all the injuries. James Conner probably not playing. Um, Marquise Pouncey suspended. He's their best offensive lineman. Then you have to take in the fact that Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, their top two wide receivers, are probably not going to play because of concussions. Um, there is a lot of injury. Cincinnati's defense, this is this is what they need to stay in the game, a uh, play like this. Cincinnati was up really early against Pittsburgh, too, uh, and played pretty well against them on Monday night in uh, Pittsburgh a few weeks ago. Granted, Andy Dalton was a quarterback. Oh, oh, that 3-27 that to 27. Yeah, Game. it was close yeah, early, yeah. and then <laughs> Pittsburgh pulled away. It was it was close for a while there, and then Cincinnati couldn't make some plays. Things of that nature. Um, anyways, uh, I think Cincinnati they need to go. They need to win one. It's hard to go in sixteen in the NFL. I know the Lions did it, and I know the Browns did it in recent history. But I don't. I see Cincinnati possibly getting a win, but I can't in good faith put any points on Cincinnati so I'm going to pick low Pittsburgh six points that's my pick how about you what do you have at six Barney uh I got the Niners uh facing Packers so I'm choosing the Niners um mm, okay you know I I, I it, it kind of scares me being a uh I think it's the Saturday night game right Sunday night yeah I'm sorry Sunday night game yeah this isn't this isn't college football uh, mm-hmm. yeah it's Sunday night game uh these are the tiny kind of games that Aaron Rodgers you know gets up for uh, you know, you chose Green Bay. I'm choosing San Fran here. I uh, got got, you know, I'm picking them at the five, so a little bit lower confidence. But uh, yeah, hoping. Uh, you know, I think the one thing that matches up well is I really like Kyle Shanahan, obviously, and uh, you know the Green Bay rush defense. Is, I like Mike Pettin though. Is awful, and yeah, Mike Pettin's good. I mean, he's 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 pretty good, but their rush defense is awful, and I'm I'm hoping for Tevin Coleman to go off. Uh, I think Kyle Shanahan's going to dial up a game plan to get it done. All right. So let's move on to number five. I have Baltimore winning. Baltimore, clearly the better team. This is on neutral field, played neutral site. But they are flying from the East Coast all the way to the West Coast, as we uh, were talking about before. Um, I have him at number five just because uh, this line is also three points, I believe, right now. Uh, so that I mean, that's telling me something that the Rams have a legit shot in this game. Will they? Will the Rams ever figure it out? Have the ball? Has Baltimore actually figured out their defensive woes? Because their their defense wasn't that great for a long stretch there. They played well as of the last two games, but th- there's a lot of uncertainty here. I really don't like it. I like Lamar Jackson obviously a lot, um, but I'm going to go with Baltimore, but only at five confidence points. Yeah, I uh, I like that. Uh, I, I'm a little bit more confident, but. Uh... You know, it's uh, I, I I just I have zero faith in uh, in the in what the Rams can do right now. And yeah, Baltimore's just it's hot. Tough. It's in their tough. in their last four games, uh, Baltimore. I mean, they are throttling good teams. I mean, they beat mm-hmm. they beat Seattle. Uh, they beat uh, Houston last week. Houston. They beat the Patriots, and then again they they beat Cincinnati by like mm-hmm. seven hundred points, but. Uh yeah, I I think uh I think Baltimore's gonna get it done. All right, so what do you have at five? Uh so I said five last time. I was I was the one before you. Oh, okay. Uh but my my next one will be uh number two or number uh four, four will be yeah. uh Texans over the Colts. Mm, okay. 
Well, you have them a lot lower than me then. Or I, I'm at seven. You have them at four. Yeah. What so, gives you less confidence? Um, this is Thursday night. You know, Indy, Indy plays really well in, at, at NRG Stadium. Uh, you know, I just, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I don't really like um, the Houston defense, especially late in games. But, you know, Marlon Mack's out. There's, I mean, there's definitely things to like about Houston. That's why I'm picking them. But uh, I don't, you know, it's 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 a toss-up for me. I don't know who's going to win this one. Yeah, there's a lot of money on Houston, too. 80% of the money right now is on Houston to win this game. So Scary. That Yeah, that does make it a little scary for <laughs> sure. Um, my number four is Atlanta. Tampa Bay does have enough talent to win a t- game like this on the road. There's no doubt about that. It's just how many turnovers will Jameis Winston have is the game every week for them. Um, Tampa Bay does have an awful, awful pass defense. So that is also a concern. That's why I'm picking Atlanta here, just because I think that pass defense is so bad for Tampa Bay. And you know James Winston's going to turn over one to two times. But they have enough offensive firepower to pull it out on the road. It gives me an extreme amount of uncertainty. That's why I'm going with Atlanta as my four confidence. Yeah. Um, actually, you know, you said the, the, the pass defense is awful. Both teams' pass defenses are awful. Um, and with, you know, the wide receivers for both teams – I mean, I think it's going to be the line set at 51 and a half. I think they should set it at 70. <laughs> I think it's going to be one yeah, of those. That's ga- right. <laughs> I think it's going to be one of those games that just, uh, you know, th- there's just a lot of points poured on. Just a lack of lack of uh, lack of defense. All right. That's going to lead us to our last game. And I think we both have not mentioned this game yet. So no, no. Um, that is I have Philadelphia. That is my lowest confidence. This game is relatively... I think the, the line right now is one and a half. Yeah, it's one and a half Philadelphia right now as favorites. Russell Wilson pulls out every close game possible, but I think them going from west to east coast is going to be the big difference here. This game also got bumped up, so it was supposed to be a the Sunday night game. Now it got bumped up all the way to noon. So I think those late changes as well is going to affect Seattle just a little bit. And just enough for Philadelphia to pull it out because Philadelphia still a really good home team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Carson Wentz, he's seventy five percent win rate. He's like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, not too good on the road, but uh, you know, absolutely commanding uh, at the link. How about Nelson Aguilar? Cannot the man cannot catch an important pass. I don't know how he's. I mean, that's cost him two games. Mm-hmm. Two like two games. He had that one versus Atlanta. Remember. Uh, where he dropped like the game-winning go-ahead, he he burned the he burned the wide receiver in like oh, a yeah. minute. Yeah. I know, man. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually go with Seattle just because uh, you know Russell Wilson gets up for games. Um, you know the games that he's a dog in, he he I'm he's almost perfect. I think he's like ten and one. So uh, Russell Wilson as a dog, I'm gonna choose him. I I also mm. there's a lot of injuries going on with Philadelphia, uh, but. Again, this this is why it's the number one, you know, or the number three of the for me, because uh, Carson Wentz. I mean, he's almost unbeatable at at the link. All right, man. So those are our confidence picks. The only two teams that we didn't pick the same were San Francisco and Seattle. All right, that's who you had, and I had the opposite with Philadelphia and Green Bay. But I think we made the same picks. Just our confidences were all over. Yeah, it's all different for the most part. So you yeah. want you want to bet a six pack on these? Sure, let's do it. All right. We're basically even on six-pack this year. <laughs> so someone, someone's going to get one by the end of the year, I hope. 
It's going to be me. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the confidence pools, man, they're wild. A lot of a lot of people pick the same teams. It's just a matter of what uh, confidence points you really put on them. Yeah. And we really just wanted to reach out. I, I had somebody reach out to me uh, about this. And, you know, there's those Dugs. And those, you know, those Gabriels at work that that always run their mouths like they know everything, and you know, this is Do for you. Know you know, Doug and a Gabriel, maybe, but <laughs> but these are for you guys to to get out there and you know put in their face and say, you know, Big Z. Yeah, and uh, you know, we're on Instagram Big Z Podcast and Twitter at Big Z Podcast, and uh, or just you know, just reach out to us if you ever have an idea like this. Uh, we you know we welcome all that type of feedback. So thank you, random person who told Barney to do this because I like the idea. I like it a lot. Um, so th- that's going to wrap up this uh, segment of the podcast. And now we're going to get to um, the other money making part of the podcast. So you're going to win your you're going to win your confidence pool this week. Congrats. Um, <laughs> you already got that money in your pocket. But now we're going to move on to Barney's best bets. And I just want to fill in everybody with the overall record this year on the bets. So I am 24 and 29. I got to pick it up this week. I got to have 5 and 0. Oh. I'm going to get back to 500. Don't worry. Barney, you're 31 and 25. So you're making money, man. You're making money. That's tough. It's tough to be. That's like, that's right around where a professional gambler would be. Six units. Yeah, man. Um, and then my brother was 0 and 3 when he sub- subbed in for a week and gave his three picks. <laughs> so our, my uh, producer, Kid J, uh, Love you, man, but it, it was not a good week for you when you came on here to make some picks. We're thinking about you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Barney. So um, it's week 12 at the NFL. It's sad to say that because, I mean, Thanksgiving's approaching really soon, and, and this time of year just really flies by. There's so much football, and then uh, January hits, and all you have is the NFL playoffs. And then February comes and it's just all over for a long time. Anyways, I, I'm yeah. just depressed to think about it. We're living in it now. So, Barney, um, time to give us your best bets yeah week 12 wow crazy uh first game i'm gonna go chicago new york giants the under the under set at 40 i know it's not sexy to go with the unders it's always a lot more fun to play with the overs but you gotta take the money when it's there uh you know this matt Nagy, mitch trubisky offense is so bad that even the blackhawks outscored them last weekend and whether it's mitch or chase daniel which i'm pretty sure it's gonna be mitch Neither signal caller has an appetite for the end zone. And unless Pat Kane, you know, decides to give it a whirl, this should be another low-scoring game. Uh, the G-men coming to town with a 2-8 and eight record and have been relatively unimpressive from a points perspective, just averaging 14 points per game versus defenses ranked in the top 20. Uh, I think the Bears' D should be able to keep a lid on this young uh, quarterback, Daniel Jones, and as uh, you know, as a, as long as there aren't too many defensive touchdowns, uh, the Bears' offense and struggling kicker Eddie Pinero should make us mucho dinero. Awful, <laughs> awful. That was one of your worst. That was one of your worst. Hey, I, think, I mean, I, I yeah, I got to poke a little fun at that two misses last week. Uh, you know, that was brutal. And there was a video going around this week too. I saw of like, don't do it. The TikTok. Was it a TikTok? Yeah. Where the Bears are like, if we miss another field goal this season, then they're like dancing or something like that. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. Uh, yeah. I mean, there was like a viral TikTok that went around with one of like the, I think like a, it started in like 
college football, but they decided <laughs> to do it. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think one of the guys from Barstool was like, if we miss a mu- another fucking kick this year, <laughs> I swear to God. But uh, moving on, same. I'm, I'm going with the same format here. I'm going the, with the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati under. Mm. The line set at 39. It, uh, you know, it's just I'm licking my chops at this game, too. Uh, just as I previously stated, the only the only thing uh, the only, only the defense can really screw us in this one. Uh, in week four, these teams squared off, and the Steelers throttled them twenty-seven to three. That was with both Andy Dalton and a completely healthy Steelers offense. You know, now we have Ryan Finley trying to earn his stripes as the Bengals QB, and on the other uh, side of the ball, we have center Marquise Pouncey. Serving a suspension from the uh, Miles Garrett mm-hmm. fight, um, and then players like Juju and James Connor trying to get back on the field after sustaining injuries last week versus the Browns. Uh, the line started at thirty-seven and is now jumped to thirty-nine, which is making me happy. Uh, the Bengals' Achilles' heel is their offensive line, and it just so happens that the front seven for the Steelers may be the best in the business. As long as Minka Fitzpatrick chills out for a week, this one is a steal. All right, all right, there you go. Oh, you like that one yeah, a little that bit? Yeah, that was solid. <laughs> I kind of like the De Niro one, but all right, all right, we'll, we'll move to the next one. Um, <clears throat> so I got New England minus seven mm. versus Dallas. Wow, you're really liking New England. Yeah, I do. Uh You know, although Dak Prescott has been one of the hottest NFL QBs over the past month, I believe the high-flying Cowboys return to earth with a thud versus New England's league-best defense, who are averaging giving up 11 points per game. They have 28 takeaways, and 17 of them are picks. Uh, They just put the kibosh on a dangerous Philly offense, only surrendering 10 points in last week's matchup. Uh you know, Dak does really well against zone coverage but lacks success versus man-to-man defenses. The Pats' tight covering, mistake-forcing man coverage spearheaded by all-pro cornerback uh, Stephon Gilman and the in-sync McCourty brothers will be saying bye-bye-bye as the Cowboys load the plane. And also keep in, keep in mind that Belichick is on a 16-4 run at AT or uh, against the spread at uh, Gillette. Uh, and, uh, you know, Dallas defense just did surrender 27 points to the new coming uh, Detroit QB Jeff Driscoll last week. And if that wasn't enough in sync song references, I'll never stop. This, I promise you, this game is over. If you're wondering who just, just, just got paid, it's going to be me. <laughs> All right. I'll give you some claps for not, that one. I know, but, man, the uh, what does your fiance think of your singing voice? Oh, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody hates my voice to be to begin <laughs> with. I, I, I get told that I sound like uh, Froggy from uh, from the Little Rascals. So. Oh, my God. So yeah, uh, it's uh, I'm a little tone deaf, but uh, you know whatever. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, the the next game I have is Seattle plus one and a half at Philly. Uh, my least favorite fan base in America is sweating out a five and five season, but luckily for them, the slate gets easier after this week. 
with a tough NFC conference, Philly's only on-ramp to the playoffs is likely via the NFC East. And the division may come down to the December 22nd matchup with the Cowboys in Week 16. Uh, Unfortunately, a uh, growing list of injuries at wide receiver and offensive line are forcing Carson Wentz to become transcendent to overcome their shortcomings. And woefully, the only transcendent force on the field at the link is Russell Wilson. He has 23 touchdown passes versus two interceptions there. He has not only willed the Seahawks into an NFC West race, won straight up in all five of Seattle's road games this year. Not to mention a 10-1-1 record in the last 12 mm. as a dog. <laughs> Man, I uh, C- Seattle, I just feel like they've gotten lucky in some of these games, man. And, and traveling to Philadelphia, who's still a really good team, they're going to be fighting for their playoff lives. They can do everything they can to possibly win this game to stay in it. Um, Man, I don't... Uh, I don't know if I like that one as much as you do. Yeah, That'd I mean, we, we both we both had it as our lowest confidence, but uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna if Russell Wilson's getting points, I'm gonna take him. So 83 percent of public tickets are on Seattle right now, but only 64 percent of the money. Interesting. So it seems like the sharps a little more on Philadelphia, possibly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, and then to close it all out, and when I say sharps, by the way, for like professional betters, that's what. Um, that's what that means. It, it, you mean the guys putting up a lot of money? Yeah, exactly. The guys that are in <laughs> Vegas, they, had, they call the guys on the phone, and they're they have guys all over Vegas that wait in line to put in bets for them. Because sometimes they'll have guys just waiting there, wait for the line to change, and then run up to the booth to put in like fifty thousand dollars. It's like the board of trade, man. <laughs> kinda, kinda. All right, what you got for our, your last one, man? Uh, the last one, I'm going to keep it uh, all the way through the weekend and into Monday night. Um, you know, I got Baltimore minus three and a half. Oh, boy. At the Rams. Uh, oh, boy. Like I stated earlier, after facing Mason Rudolph and Mitch Trubisky the past two weeks and only managing a split, the Rams might think that they've landed on another planet against Lamar Jackson. Uh, Baltimore is coming off a commanding, coming off multiple commanding victories uh, versus the Seahawks, which was a 14-point victory, the Patriots a 17-point victory, the Texans a 41-point victory, and I won't even mention the 49-13 to 13 ass whooping they put on the Bengals, or did I just there, uh, to complete that four-game hot streak. Uh, at this point, Lamar Jackson looks like he's uh, still at Louisville putting up Heisman numbers. And pair that with Sean McVay's curious play calling coming under scrutiny as the L.A. offense has slowed down considerably since last year. Uh, the Ravens should take care of business in L.A. and flock to their seventh straight V. So you, this really feels like a trap game to me, man. Oh. This doesn't feel like a trap game to you. No, 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 no. I, and and let me let me uh, let you, me let me let me mention this because we were talking about it before the the podcast. So my brother, and this is, you know, I don't know why I'm going against him here, but uh, I think you know it's just Baltimore is not a traditional team and whatnot, and that's why I'm going to go away from this. True. But but basically, in the last like five years, then there's been like. Nine times when uh, basically a team has scored 70-plus points in two straight games, right? So, like, like the aggregate of those two games were above 70 points. And then the next game, they're on the road, and they're still the favorite. 
they always straight up lose that game. Of those nine times in like the last five years, it's always resulted in a loss. So I'm going against that logic, uh, and I'm choosing Baltimore still. I just I don't I don't believe in the Rams. I think they they just got uh, a win versus the Bears, and they kind of feel good about themselves. And I don't really think they should feel good about themselves. All right, man. So you got your bets. All right. So I'm gonna put mine then now. So I'm gonna go with the Lions, of course. Minus three and a half. I just think. Uh, they're going to turn around here. I really don't like that Washington team. I think the Lions win that, but at least four. Uh, I think that's a pretty fair one right there. Um, I'm going to go against you. I think it's a complete trap game. The, I'm going to go with the Rams. Uh, I, I I think they have a good enough defense to stop the pass. And I, I want to see if they can stop the run. That's always the big thing with the Ravens this year. But I, I don't like that travel cross country. And I think there's something to that line. So 84% of bets right now um, from the public tickets are on the Baltimore. And 80% of the money is on Baltimore. I don't like that combo. I like. I think that's a classic trap game right there. The next one I really like. I'm probably going to bet the money line on this. That's Green Bay um, on the road at San Francisco. As I mentioned before, um, the San Francisco I just think is overrated. They have that. They're, they're pretty much saying with the three-point spread. This would be a pick 'em, like if it was the Super Bowl on a natural field, a neutral field. Um, it, you always get three point swing when you're at home. So I, I really like that matchup for Green Bay. I think there's going to be a good amount of Green Bay fans here, actually, too, in this game. Um, then Oakland minus three. I think that Jets team is terrible. Oakland's playing really well right now. Um, I really like that matchup for Oakland on the road. And then finally, I'm going to go with a teaser, a seven-point teaser. So if you take all three of these, you're going to get um, plus 120-odds. So that's like 1.2 to 1. Um, so if you bet 100 bucks, you win 120. Uh, so the seven-point teaser. So Chicago minus 6. So then you're getting Chicago plus 1. Buffalo minus 4. So you get Buffalo plus 3. And New Orleans minus 10. You get New Orleans at minus 3. So Chicago... Uh, you get you're get, getting one point. Buffalo, you get three. New Orleans, you're um, they're three point favorites. So if all three of those hit, you win the bet. That's how the teaser works. Uh, and if one of them pushes, then you get lesser odds, but the teaser still hits. Uh, when you go to four point teams or more, that's when if you lose one of the teaser bets, you lose. But either way, that's my fifth bet. That teaser. Yeah, I like that. Keeping it interesting for our uh, <laughs> for our guys that really like teasers. Yeah, me, me and uh, Kid J actually really like NFL teasers, especially because so many of these games are so close, and like some are really predictable. Like I, we, we both agree that New Orleans should whoop on the Panthers. They should at least beat them by three, even if it's four. Doesn't matter because of the teaser. But that's what I got, and that's what you got. Marty's bets, bets. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go five and zero this week, and it gets back to five hundred. Wow, that would mean I went four and one if I did my best. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> Uh, also, I just want to introduce something here. Um, if you want to reach out to me, either Instagram or uh, my Twitter uh, at Barneywood underscore, or reach out to the Big Z uh, Twitter and or uh, Instagram and kind of send us your five picks, uh, depending uh, you know on when we get them, if they're before the slate. You know what I'd like to do is kind of challenge a person each week. And, you know, there's nothing to, nothing to risk on your side. But if you uh, beat me in my Barney's uh, top picks, 
then uh, you know I'll send over a surprise, a little, little present. Ooh, yeah, I like that. So yeah, definitely reach out to us, get us your picks. Uh, we'd we'd love to compete with you. Barney would really like to compete with you. Uh, I'm a little bit of a competitor. Yeah, man. But, but uh, me right now. This this week, um, this week I I didn't choose the Thursday game because obviously I think this might come out and you know be Thursday by the time you guys see this. So. Uh, you know, I wanted to give you guys some time, but moving forward, I'm, I'm going to, uh, you know, want to see your guys picks before the Thursday and that's when I'm going to choose it. So you want to do Thursday or do you want to do Sunday to no, get no, the picks in by? Well, well this week, definitely by Sunday because it's, yeah, a, so it's brand new, but let's say Sunday at 11 AM. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sun- All right. So Sunday if you're listening and you want to do this, um, and compete against Barney's best picks, get them in, um, Twitter is probably the better one, but Instagram or Twitter. So, um, and again, what's your Instagram and Twitter? Uh, the uh, the Twitter is at Barneywood underscore, mm-hmm. um, and my my Instagram is the Barneywood. All right, and then mine is at Big Z Podcast, um, both on Instagram and Twitter. So, so I'll uh, I'll announce uh, at eleven who I will be facing. Uh, just depending on you know like when they come in. By the way, you got to subscribe and 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 rate us, uh, our podcast. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, get your picks in and by eleven. I don't know. I'm probably gonna have a long night on on Saturday. Just so uh, <laughs> give me a little time. I'll I'll announce who uh, before the game start. I'll announce who I'm facing. And uh, you know, if you beat me, good luck. You get you get a little present. All right, man. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I'm sure our listeners will have a long night on Saturday as well. So <laughs> if, you're, if you're pre-gaming out there, maybe that's the time to do it. You know? I don't know. There you go. All right. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. We mentioned our um, social media accounts and everything like that, so please follow us on there. And as Barney mentioned as well, please subscribe. Please leave a review. We greatly appreciate it. Um, uh, just good luck with your bets. Uh, oh, it would be really interesting to see if someone could be Barney. He's been on a, a tear this year, as we mentioned, 31-25. It's really good. It's really hard to do. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening, and happy betting, and good luck. I'm the man. I got the plan when it hits the fan. Do all I can do.